Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This actually came as a request on Twitter, so we're trolling Twitter and our, our responses and stuff in the last week. You might know what this is. I, this sounds 0%. So this is the uh, intro theme from a show from the, pretty much ran the span of the 80s called Simon and Simon. Um, that was a, a mention to us when we, I, I don't know, I mentioned something a couple of weeks ago about doing these and somebody suggested, uh, the person's name is Mr. J, uh, on Twitter. He actually, as I dug in, it runs a podcast or is part of a podcast called next on stage one. Um, it's an adult entertainment podcast. So I mentioned that because maybe there's some crossover of our audience that might be interested in that. It looks like they've got an episode releasing or just did release, or certainly will have been released by the time this episode it's, they do theirs in seasons. Um, the next, this episode that would have just dropped is called escorts, sex dolls, doms and strippers. Oh my. So, uh, Shout out to Mr. J for suggesting that intro song. Um, and hey, if you're into that sort of shit, check out that podcast uh, next up on stage one. Um, man, all that stuff sounds like <laughs> Vegas to me. Uh, that kind of shit, because um, everything sounds like Vegas to me. I'm still recovering from a long weekend in Sin City. For the NFL draft, uh, ladies, you watched none of that, I assume? Correct. Zero total minutes combined between the two of you, yes? Yep. Yep. Okay, perfect. That will come into play later. I now know that at least one of my questions is a stumper. Um, <laughs> um, when we get to the threesome later on. So, yeah, it was... Um, Man, oh man, what a time in, in Vegas. And this was a work trip. Um, Vegas was a little bit of a shit show, traffic-wise. We were staying at the Flamingo, which is right on the Strip, pretty much dead center. And um, we got all got together, 
I tried to book. God, this was all a nightmare. Some of the, there was so much shit that was just such a nightmare leading up to this weekend. Uh, Southwest tried to fuck me on my flight. I had coordinated, so it was myself and P Pants flying in from Baltimore. Yeah, uh, he's done some help with uh, building up some of the social media for the agency, at least on my side, which is a big part of the recruiting. Um, Mark, who was flying in from Atlanta, he's the other certified agent. And Gina, who was our intern from the University of Delaware from last year, who helped us out a lot with the draft last year and has been helpful throughout that we were like, we need to invite Gina. So she was actually flying in from... I don't know, one of the New York airports or Jersey, Newark, maybe. I mean, I don't know, but I had coordinated and yeah, I booked the flight, but I don't remember where she was flying in from. Had coordinated everything that everybody was landing within like an hour of each other. Because when I stay out there for the most part, the casinos that are putting me up will have a limo that comes to the airport to take me there. And that way, if everybody's getting in there around the same time, by the time we get our luggage, boom, hop on the limo, go. Um, I, I log in last week to say not really even worried about when I was getting in, which was supposed to be noon uh, Friday, but to find out, hey, I don't remember what what time I'm leaving on Monday. Let me go check this. I log on and I've got a different flight number and a four o'clock landing time. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hit the brakes. So I spent over an hour on hold with Southwest two different times to be like, what the fuck did you do? I guess they just canceled my original flight. Didn't give me notice, put me on this other flight. So it was a bit of a hullabaloo switching all of that around and finding another flight. I don't like layovers when, or connections when I do cross-country travel. Really, I don't like connections at all. Um, I'll pay extra money to not have to connect and had to, had to have a connection to get in the getting it at a certain time was more important than the connection at that point in time. So it all worked out. And then with all the traffic closures and shit, because the draft was happening in the stages that again, as we've covered, you guys didn't watch any of no big deal. Um, all of that was like right around the center of the strip and where we were. So what is normally like when you land, you can see, a lot of this, the casinos and hotels on the strip from where you land at the airport. It's about a 20 minute drive at most. It took us two fucking hours to get there. Jeez. Cause everyone was there for the draft. Yeah. Well that, and they had closed a bunch of the roads down. So a lot of it wasn't like traffic getting there, like rush hour type of stuff, but it was more like, as we got close, Oh, you can't take this road. Okay. Go around the, Oh, Nope. You can't take this road. And all of them were just like, getting re-diverted and, 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 and sweeped around, but Hey, we got there super late. I missed out. On you were in the, a limo. So you were like, yeah. And, and we, we crushed three bottles of champagne between four of us in that ride. So it was a time, trust me. We just shifted our focus on, Hey, we're just going to chill out in this limo and fucking crush these champagne bottles. So like, um, I don't, as long as I don't have like, as long as I'm not under intense time pressure in a situation like that, I don't mind sitting in a car. I originally was because I was supposed to be performing at a variety show that was happening. had nothing to do with the, the, uh, the draft. It just happened to coincide with the same weekend. Um, this is my second podcast shout out of the episode. Um, Matt and Mattingly's ice cream social was having their big event called scoop fest. And 
they had a variety show that was supposed to start at two local time and run from like two to four. I, as we can tell from all of this, I didn't even get to my hotel until after two. Then you got to check in and all this other shit. And then I'm just like the nightmare that we'll be trying to get from where I am to where I need to be in the same fucking traffic by about the second bottle of champagne. I just shot him a text and I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm not going to make it. It sucks. I'm sorry. So I didn't get to do that. Um, I did actually end up making it out there later in the evening. Um, huge, awesome event that they put on. I think they had like 200 people there, maybe more um tons of fun giveaways like this and this is a podcast that they've been doing i want to say for like eight years so they've got a strong following that following is a great community like it they they help each other out like i was part of a big text or facebook message chain of probably like 50 or 60 of the people going of just all weekend of hey we're gonna go get food here we're gonna meet up there we're gonna do this and stuff like that just just cool ass shit and just real down-to-earth people weird people which is our kind of thing because we're weird people um just fun stuff i think that some of them from the following that we have on social media might listen to this podcast so you hand out a lot of stickers um i handed out a decent amount uh my intern gina also started handing them out and um has been pimping the podcast. Um, the the um... do any of your like oh my god, I guess it's just a client. I was gonna say you're like the people who you are their agent. I guess they're your clients. Do they know about the podcast or no? Absolutely not. <laughs> I kind of figured as much. Um, I don't think any of us should. I, you know, this, advertise this, this to this podcast who we have a business relationship with. I haven't really told a lot of close to people about it's um you know it is what it is we're just doing our thing um you know it'll creep out to the right people at the right time i don't think that this the nature of this podcast would uh necessarily align with the interests of most of my uh nfl prospects those clients um and i definitely think that with where most of my law clients are located and the political makeup of that area, I, I probably end up losing clients in the with some of the things that we've talked about and some of those topics. So I keep it a little on the DL. Uh, you know, the hope is we build this thing through social media. We build this thing through connecting with other podcasts and other people on social media, and that hopefully the the members of the jury help bring in other members of the jury i nobody i know that nobody wants to be on jury duty except perhaps this jury um so thank you all for that it's uh i will tell you from looking at the back end of things building a podcast since what december is when we got started um the the audience is certainly steadily growing which is cool we love that we appreciate that it means that most of you are still listening and and telling friends um speaking of which and i've been meaning to do this uh a shout out to what i suspect from these numbers or are multiple listeners because we have more listens we have about three times as many listens as we have episodes released from brussels belgium um so i guess it's a bop in brussels we love you send us some some uh some mail 
airquotelawpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from what's going on in Belgium, how you found us, you guys, you, you guys and or gals or, or otherwise identifying friends um, have clearly spread the word to some extent, which is great. Um, tell a number, another friend, we'd love to see those numbers spike. Um, so yeah, fun times, lots of, uh, look, I'll tell you what, now it's, it's 2022. I know I accidentally said 2020 when we were in the pre-show, but it's 2022. So the old adage of what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, I think is, is now what happens in Vegas is going to get talked about on a podcast or is going to be turned into a podcast cover. Um, you know, it was a work trip. We spent most of Saturday dug in deep to the draft, which started at uh, 9 a.m. Vegas time. And, and our work wasn't done till probably about seven. Um, so a long day on the phones with different teams and players and just a bunch of shit that probably most of the uh, listeners of this podcast are not interested in hearing about. So I'll keep that brief. And, um, but yeah, we got our work done. We've got, we represented four players into the draft. All four are signed to NFL teams for now. They've got to get through training camp and make those teams. So hopefully that happens. If there are listeners you get out signed there and you don't get to go play. Well, they go to training camp. And then, you know, there's training camp in the preseason and the rosters at this point in time are 90 players. And then through the process before we get to the actual opening, you know, games of the regular season, get cut down into the 50s. So right now they're on the team. If they continue to perform as guys get cut and they don't, they stay on the team, so on and so forth. Oh, and so what hopefully... happens if you get cut? What's Is that? that it? If you get cut... It depends. It depends on the player. It depends on how long they go. And if they get into preseason games, if they end up getting cut because there's too many, of, you know, that team has too many players. A lot of times over the years, we've had players that have gotten cut from here and signed there. And, you know, they land. If they're good, they land other places sometimes. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to do- I don't want to do- talk too much about that in case it's not of any sort of interest to the listeners. If it is, if it's something you want to hear about great excuse to shoot us an email airquotelawpod at gmail.com if desired i will talk more about it in future episodes and if i don't hear anything about it we'll just uh keep it quiet till we get to next year's draft and then it becomes just a a ripe topic but um yeah we had some good times in vegas i'm pretty convinced this is a conspiracy theory of mine um that our intern Gina and I cleared the fact that I would talk about this with her. So I'm not blowing up her spot. Hi, Gina. Um, who has not only started listening, but is, has been active in pimping the podcast. So pimp my podcast. Um, I have a conspiracy theory that Gina hooked up with Wayne Newton this weekend. Uh, he is, he is back as Mr. Vegas at the Flamingo. He's got a show that I don't know much about. Um, you don't know who Mr. Who Wayne Newton is, aka Mr. Vegas. Have you seen Vegas Vacation with Chevy Chase? I have, but it's been a while. So he's he's a he's a singer, he's a mainstay of Las Vegas. Um, he's so it like hurts to look at him. Oh, I'm looking at him so tight. Like, I he's had some work done for sure. 
dumb. He's all work. He's, he's work, yes. He might just be like a silicone face plastered on a regular person's face. My guess is the best known song yeah. of his is Donkishin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of know who this guy is. He picked up Chevy and- Chase's <laughs> wife in that movie and, and whatever. So early in the, the, the trip as we're going up and down and, you know, we're all staying in the same hotel and everything different. Well, some of us were in a suite. Gina had her own room on a different floor because, well, it was packed and that's what they could give us. Um, at some point in time, she comes up and she's like, I'm pretty sure I just ran into Wayne Newton. And, you know, who, again, has a residency in the small theater at, uh, at Flamingo. So not um, outside of the realm of possibility. And then what creeps up is this story about this British guy that all of a sudden she starts telling us about, oh, I met this British guy. I got his number. We've been texting back and forth. I might end up hooking up with him this weekend. We never run into the British guy. We never actually see the British guy. And then on, I guess it's Sunday night, we're we're partying and doing whatever. And then Gina goes to hook up with, quote, the British guy. Um, and she basically is just like, hey, I'll, I'll just shoot you guys a text with thumb up, th- thumbs up or thumbs down if whether or not mission gets accomplished with the British guy the next morning because she had an earlier flight out than us. Um, the next morning we get a thumbs up about the British guy. But I think that she ran into Wayne Newton and he might have pulled a little donkishin on her. And that's who she actually hooked up with because we never saw this British guy. Afterwards, but, as I called well, her out on Wayne it, Newton was in Vegas because that's that's where he is. What's that? We know Wayne Newton was in Vegas because that's where he is. Right. So that's well, confirmed that he was in Vegas, but she was in Vegas. Aha. Yeah, I mean, also like Barack Obama and I lived in the same city for roughly 10 years and we never got together. Well, that's on you. That is on you. I did. Well, obviously, I was never going to get together with Barack Obama. Um, I respect Michelle too much. Um, but if he showed up at your doorstep right now. No, I'd be like, you want to like, I don't know. I'd probably like badger him to see if he write all of the books on his like read list. He also has like a really good, like, like when he put out like his best songs of, or like most listened to songs of last year, I was like, oh, that was actually like pretty, pretty nice. Did he, did he what did he share like that little Spotify like this is what you've been listening to sort yeah of shit? but he also does like the books like he makes a list of let me see Obama's list 2021 favorite music movies and books oh I'm curious what's his favorite music um let's see he likes Lizzo, Lil Nas X. Let's see where I want to get the actual list. Like, why doesn't? Okay, there we go. His favorite songs of 2021. God, there's like so many on here. I don't even know all of these. I'm excited about it. I like I like little Nas X. Barack and I have too. Oh my god, I want to get tickets. You want to go see him? I want to go see him so bad. We follow him. He's like such a gay icon. I okay. Can we go? I asked him if he wanted to go, and he rolled his eyes at me. 
I'll, yeah, I'll see if Erica wants to come too. So yeah, yeah Obama yeah. is a big fan of Montanero, Call Me By Your Name, which is like- Well, who isn't? I love it. Um, rumors by Lizzo. Um, I like don't know a lot of these, but I probably would if they were played. Broken Horses by Brandy Carlisle. Old school. Yeah. Which wouldn't surprise me. He, he seems to be a, a pretty uh, cultured renaissance man. Cultured renaissance man. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I've never met him. I'm really salty about it because like everybody like ran into him in D.C., and I never ran into him. I never ran into Michelle. I, and it's disappointing because like I went to American University and their kids used to swim there. Like they had like a swim class, swim team, something there. I never saw them. You weren't, you weren't trying hard enough. That's for sure. I, I wasn't, but I did just read one of the books that was on his his read list from last year are called crying in h mart um oh what is that about so michelle zoner is um a musician like it's um nonfiction. she's really a musician and uh the story is about like her relationship with her mother who um passed away of cancer um when she was like 25 I don't think she's particularly old I think she's probably like in her 30s um there her mother was Korean yeah I think she's 33 um her mother was Korean her father was white and it was kind of just like the story of their relationship and her kind of like struggling with her mother's death and what she did afterwards and it's a really good book. Cool, cool. I'll have to check out Barack Obama's list of favorite things. Mm-hmm. I feel like I might be more into that than Oprah's favorite things. Probably. I was thinking about how Oprah's books are sometimes crap. I should. But they sell generalized. a lot of books because Oprah says so. Yeah. I like Reese Witherspoon's book picks. Mm, I feel like they're the same as Oprah's. Maybe one day we will be relied upon for book picks. I've got so many. So yeah, we um, in all the shenanigans, um, one of the fun things was Mark, my uh, agent partner, I want to say it was Sunday night, um, started running around the Flamingo because we were down there. You know, the work was done. Sunday was just a unwind celebrate whatever you want to call it day for us um getting into shenanigans banging wayne newton whatever whatever you want to say um mark starts running around and and just approaching random ass people individuals groups of people whatever it is and it's like let's take a selfie together um and there's some shit like I sent you guys some of it. I didn't send you guys all of it yet. Maybe we'll post some of that stuff on uh, on social media. 
like I said, what happens in Vegas becomes a podcast cover. We'll we'll get some of the. So he was just taking selfies with random people. Just approaching random people. Hey, can we take a selfie? There was a guy where he had me take a picture of him. A guy was sitting at a slot machine and had like dozed off. So he went and stands behind the guy and does the little like put my hands together and tilt my head like I'm sleeping, standing <laughs> behind the guy. And I captured that picture of him. Um, there was a lady. The funny thing was, is that you take these pictures, right? And you notice certain things about them in the moment. Like he went and took a picture with um, this older lady that was on one of those motorized scooters. And apparently while he was there, she was talking to him about like, I guess she had lost a finger apparently in the war, she said, which probably was, wasn't in the war, but which who war? knows. Um and and all if you're not afraid of it, that me losing a finger, you're not going to be afraid of anything as far, I guess, talking about approaching people and just saying, hey, let's take a picture. The next day as we're digging through and, and further examining some of this picture, these pictures, we realized that not only is she missing this finger, um, we think that she might have been missing a leg. She might only have one leg. So uh, some interesting characters, to say the least. But the finger was like what she led with, not the she leg. led with the finger. Yes, yeah, she led with having missed a finger. Um, you know, as she was pogoing around there on that, no, she was on a motorized scooter. She wasn't pogo sticking it. Um, but, uh, yeah, good times there. Um, there was, and I, I'm, I'm blending these nights together, but we ran into, so one night we're walking through the hall, going back to our suite. And I don't know if, I don't remember, cause you know, we were you know well into our cups anytime that we weren't working. And um, I think we ran into these people on the elevator that were part of a bachelorette party that were like, hey, we're leaving tomorrow. We have all this extra beer. Do you want this beer? And they were like, right, like two, three doors down from us. And so we go in. This room is a disaster area. There are clothes everywhere. There are random ass fucking Barbie dolls places. Like these are adult women. Uh, probably in their 20s that that are there for a bachelorette party so i'm assuming that these barbie dolls were part of the gag or some shit like that you know they, they have themes for shit and blown up dicks and and things like that yeah you they, gotta have it they gave us so much fucking alcohol they just didn't took want us, it what they didn't want the beer well, they were they leaving had. the next day and you oh, can't really take I that see. shit with you yeah, yeah. so as we're carting this beer and some bottles of liquor Back to our room, which again is a few doors down, we picked up this stray that was like, oh, can I have a beer? Just some random girl walking down on her own. So she ends up coming into our suite and hanging out for a while. And I, I did some magic tricks for her. And, you know, I was doing stuff for her and for Gina and for whoever was around and watching. And then we're, we're, we're there and we're like, so the random girl just asks you for a beer and you're like, come in, do magic tricks. And she was like, this is, yeah, safe. come on in, have a beer this or whatever. Fun. And then, you know, I look, when I'm drinking, I'm going to do magic tricks for you. Uh, solicited or unsolicited. It doesn't matter. And when you get in and then they're like, Oh, do something else, do something else. And then that keeps going. And then we're, we're, you know, in the suite, it's not like a sectional couch. It's like multiple couches that are kind of positioned the way that a sectional would be. Gina's sitting down on the couch. This girl goes and, and dumps herself like backwards up over the couch and is like legs up in the air in some romper on this couch. 
and is laying there and we're like, okay, what's she going to do now? She kicks her shoes off and everything, you know, and it's just there. And we're like, okay, like you came in for a beer and then it gets awkward because then she starts trying to take Gina's shoes off while Gina's there on the couch. And Gina's like, nope, nope, nope. I'm saving myself for Wayne Newton. Um, (laughs) And, you know, it kind of ended awkwardly, but we ran into her a couple more times and chatted with her. And obviously I guess there was some forgetfulness and, and, and she didn't seem to feel awkward around us. Um, a subsequent time, Mark ended up finding her in the casino and sent us a picture of him, another one of those good selfie jobs with her behind him. And she's got a, uh, like a, a pint of fireball, just like hanging out of the, the pocket of her shorts or her dress or whatever the hell she was wearing. But she was a little bit of a hot mess and it was the time, but you know, again, Gina hooked up with Wayne Newton and, and did not hook up with this girl. Um, and nor did anybody else. So nobody had a threesome while we were in Vegas. But I think that that we're probably about ready for a threesome now. Are you ready for a threesome? Yeah. All right. I'm ready. And I don't have any work. You're, you're out for this this episode. You'll no. be it'll be so Ariel and I, this episode, for those who are just tuning in, who have never heard the podcast before, who somehow missed the last episode when we started doing the threesome. Um we are rotating through each week. It's going to be two of us facing off against each other. We do have some bank episodes recorded. So sometime in the future, you will hear episodes that don't have the threesome in because we've already recorded those. It is what it is. But from here on out, anything that we record from here, we're going to have a threesome. We're going to rotate. It's one yeah, let us know if you like this bit. Um, yeah, because, if you like you know- the bit, if you, if you got a better name for it, because right now we're just using clickbait as the name for it. Um, it is a threesome because each of us is going to come up with three questions or have come up with three questions. These are, I don't want to say common knowledge questions, but they're, they're things that people can know, but we think that the other person won't know. So we're, we're specifically this coming up cruel. with so stumpers for each other. Ariel um, and Jobeth on deck. So Ariel is going to ask three stumpers for Jobeth. Jobeth is going to ask three for Ariel. And I guess... I'll chime in, but I don't get the first pass at it, you know? Yeah. Right. And I'll then next week's episode or next episode, it'll be the two of you against each other with three presumably stumpers. So um, yeah. Do you want to go first? So are we going to go back and forth? Like I do one question, you do one question. Or yeah. we just... what, what, oh, is okay. that what we did last week? What did we do last week? That's what we did. I'm good either okay. way. I like so... it that way. All okay. right. So Aaron, why don't you go first and I'll keep score. Okay. Wait, no, Jobeth, go first. All right. So um, we'll, we'll give my surefire stumper, okay? Because you guys watch zero of the draft. Um, and not all of my, and I'm trying to, you know, as you probably noticed from last week, I am spreading the topics around so that, you know, I will ask three questions that probably very few people listening will get all three. Um, but there should be some crossover that people get some. Um, all right. So the NFL draft, uh, since two of the three of us are based out of Baltimore or Maryland, the, the Ravens. Had, I'm familiar with them. So, so there's, there's 32 picks in the first round originally designated one for each team. And then people trade shit around and some mm-hmm. people that end up yeah, with yeah. no picks. Some end up with multiple picks. The Ravens made their normal pick. I think at 14, 
And then they traded, and this was a controversial trade of one of their current players to another team to pick up a second draft pick in the draft. Who was the player that was controversially traded to get this extra draft pick? I couldn't name a single Ravens player, which is funny because I literally went to a charity event last week, which had Ravens players at it. So I'm not even, I'm not going to answer that question because I can't name a single Ravens player. Liz, any thoughts? I also can't name a single Ravens player. So I will throw out a big hint that is not going to help any of you guys get it. But if somebody's like, Ooh, who was this kind of knows some Ravens players that are listening there, there is a, an iconic sign in Los Angeles that the name on this sign is the nickname of this player. Hollywood. Hollywood. So Hollywood Brown is the player that got traded. He is no longer a Baltimore Raven. It was controversial because the Ravens quarterback, Lamar Jackson, was seemed to be the most surprised that this happened. Um, so yeah, that is, that is question number one. Now I'm ready for yours. All right, so zero points for Ariel so far. Okay. In 2020, which co-stars from The Voice got engaged? Oh, that's a singy song show. Is that the one where they don't look at you and then they turn around? Yeah. Okay, I don't watch these shows, but I want to think that Gwen Stefani was one of them. And the country singer whose name I'm not going to know. That's kind of where I thought I'd get you. You guys uh, don't seem like country fans. I know. It's Blake something or other. The eyebrows raised, so I know that I'm, I'm right on that. Uh, oh, can I get it? Can I get it? Can I get it? I'm going through the catalog of zero country music songs that I know. And I'm trying to match them with a different question for you up with the singers. And this is a show that I've never even fucking seen. Obviously I know who Gwen Stefani is. Um, Cause I grew up in the nineties. I'm going to try to pull a little mind reading bit here. Um, Liz, does he get this right even because he got first names? Like, if is he right if he stopped? No, here? no, 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 no. Does he get like a half a point? What is this? I'd give him a half point right now. Last name starts with an S. Oh, I'd give you three quarters of a point right now. Okay, that's not a thing. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I think I, I'm, I'm like, I hear things and I remember things and I don't necessarily know what they, they connect with. Um, I'm going to get you based on country music. I'll just go harder on country music next time. Um, Shelton. Blake Shelton. Yeah. Yes. You got there. You got there. Mm. That's impressive. God, I've never seen that show once. I knew that one. I've never seen it. I, yeah. Did they I actually know, get married? Because that was two years one. ago. They did, I think, yeah. And there, and there weren't a whole lot of weddings, but they're they're Hollywood people. I was they? surprised it was that long ago. It felt when you, first when Ariel said 2020, I was like, oh, Blake and Gwen were probably way before that, but I guess not. Yeah, but they don't got these, married those shows only have like three or four people on them, right? That are the, the, the judges? But they rotate. Like, they're not the same people every oh. year. 
Okay. Well, okay. So, um, my, my next question for you, um, we've, as I mentioned, the bank episodes, we banked an episode where Liz and I talked about video games and Ariel kind of sort of checked out. So again, I think this is a bit of a stumper. Um, One of the more popular franchises, titles, or what have you in console video gaming would be Mega Man. Or if you're in Japan, they called him Rockman. Are you familiar with any imagery or the idea of what Mega Man is? So there, there were a number as, as the 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 consoles evolve. You have, you know, the original Nintendo, Super Nintendo, um, Nintendo. I can 64. already tell you, I can't answer this. Question. I know, but I'll so ask. You can it. just Liz ask it to Liz. Liz okay, but actually... isn't this supposed to be like a game where we could theoretically get them? Like, or well, are we just picking things the other the person literally questions. will never get? People like, should are, know but the you know that I don't know anything about video games. But the goal is to not, not you know. I'm, I'm I didn't know the goal numbers. was to like not have anybody know the trivia. I thought this not was anybody. just trivia. Um, like I didn't know we were specifically going out of our way to find questions the other person would not be able to answer. No, I think you want to make it a challenge for them. But it's you don't want to make it a challenge. But like, is it, are people really going to be interested in listening to us? Me just every single time we do trivia, be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm mine, mine for you for next. Somebody episode. might surprise you. Somebody might know Blake Shelton. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are like fairly famous people. All right, let's get to the question because at least the people listening along might know okay. the answers to the sure. questions. We'll see. Let's get your feedback, folks. Um, how many, this is a number that I'm looking for, Mega Man titles were released on the original Nintendo? Liz might know the answer to this question. Liz might be able to make an educated guess on this question. Seven. Liz, do you have a uh, guess? I don't have a guess. I'm gonna. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna make a guess, but it's not an educated guess. I don't really have a. I, I'm gonna guess three. It was actually six. Ariel was very oh. close. Yes. Okay. A good educated guess. So does no Ariel point. get no right or no? You didn't give a range on it. No. Um. It was such see. a small number. I don't think. If I were to ever do something where the question was like a huge number, then we could probably do like a within 50 or within 100 years or within whatever. Organize the following Julia Roberts rom-coms from oldest to newest. Oh, I'm taking notes. Yeah, I'm going to at least write down the notes. We have Notting Hill, Pretty Woman, My Best Friend's Wedding, and Runaway Bride. I thought there was a chance Liz might get this one, but I guess you would have seen all these movies too. Job with no, presumably. I saw Pretty Woman. They were yeah, they were pretty big, and and I they're think, every woman's favorite movies. So and I think I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna think this out. Um, pretty Woman's probably the oldest one. Um. Hmm. I might totally butcher this, but I am coming up with what I think is in order 
the only one that I'm, I, I feel any sort of way about is that Pretty Woman is probably the oldest one. I'm going to go with, you said start with the oldest? Yeah. Old, oldest and newest. I'm going to go Pretty Woman, My Best Friend's Wedding, Runaway Bride, and Notting Hill. Hill. Ugh. You are, what, it, what was the order of the, sorry, one more time. Pretty Woman. Yeah. Best Friend's Wedding. Mm-hmm. Runaway Bride, Notting Hill. You were close. Oh. But it's kind of a trick because Notting Hill and Runaway Bride came out the same year with two months in between them. Notting Hill came out in May 1999. Runaway Bride came out in July 1999. Uh, so I just had the last two switched? By two months. Ugh. Good one. That was a good one. And I don't. I, I would have not gotten that one. Were there I, like I mean, I think I would have gotten people? stuck on Notting Hill and Runaway Bride also. In, in Notting Hill, were there like ghosts or dead people or something like that? No, you're thinking of ghosts. With Demi <laughs> Moore. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Demi Moore. Maybe. Ghost. Um, uh, no, Notting Hill. She was like uh, a famous actress and she met Hugh Grant in a bookstore and then she treated him like trash. And then they ended up together anyway. I have serious problems with this movie. It's one of Erica's favorites. She thinks it's romantic. And I think it's just like a woman treating a man like crap. Just not okay. This is Notting Hill? Yeah. I feel like I've seen it, but it's been a while. You have. It's not. So. Women love it. But I would say that the other three of those are like far superior. I've never seen Pretty Woman. I've seen my best friend's wedding and I've seen you, Runaway You Friday. also, unless you've updated your, your catalog here, are a defense attorney who's never seen Shawshank Redemption. Correct. Ariel? Dig Have I seen Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption? Redemption no. For some stumpers for Liz next week. Um, <laughs> I've never let, seen it, I don't think. Let no? me see. Well, one of you should watch it. Maybe both of you. All right, me next, right? With my third yeah. question. Maybe I have. I am going to list off four inventions. These are not weird, wild things. These are, these are commonly things that we are aware of in the world. And I want you to put them in chronological order from when they were invented, released, known to the world. And I am using, I think I was on, I don't know if it was Wikipedia or something. I found this on some website. So I'm not arbitrarily, you know, coming up with this shit. Um, I did go through a big long list and be like, these four are cool enough. Uh, we've got barbed wire, Ooh. the x-ray, and perhaps like the technology for the x-ray, mm -hmm. uh, FM radio. And the metal detector. Oh, um, I feel like so we're talking the metal detector as in like current 
metal detector technology. I'm thinking just... like the go beach combing and fashion. okay, yeah. Um, clearly, with my guess is the exception of barbed wire, most of these inventions have probably evolved into different forms than what they were originally released in. Yeah, I guess, but the first version the order of the first version coming out because even today x-ray technology is better than it was yeah. when it first came out okay so. i'm gonna like butcher this but um i'm gonna go with fm radio being the oldest then maybe barbed wire the x-ray and the metal detector, but I know this is wrong. I know the x-ray is closer to the, to the beginning, but that's my best guess, I think. All right, so actually kind of surprising. I was surprised with this, which is where I picked some of these. Barbed wire is actually the oldest. That's what I would have guessed because I don't know. 1867 is the date that was associated with that. One that really surprised me Two of these really surprised me was that the metal detector was next, 1874. What? I feel like it was just like a magnet on a stick. That's <laughs> what I was imagining. Like that if this was that old, it was just like a magnet taped to a fucking stick. It's, it probably some... wasn't too far off of that. Like, uh, next was, was the x-ray actually, uh, 1895. Um, wow. I knew that one was around for a while. I just didn't. And, and FM I think radio that, was this recent? Uh, 1933, apparently. Because I guess it all started with like the short shortwave radio. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Like the, where you could, on a clear day, hear shit broadcast from across the pond. Um, <laughs> it surprised me that FM radio is from then. It surprises me that the X-ray and the metal detector are that old. Yeah. FM radio still exists because nobody's listening to this podcast on FM radio. That's for sure. Yep. I, Oh my God. I got in the car the other day and my husband had changed. He, he had been driving my car and he wanted to listen to the baseball game. So he had put the radio on. And when I got into my car, I was like, how do I get it off of radio? Because I never use the radio. I've never put it on radio. It took me a second. I was very confused. All right. Okay. Cars don't even come with CD players anymore. I don't think mine has one. It would be useless to me if I did. My old car, when I bought it, it came with a Fifty Shades of Grey CD in the sound, like the soundtrack in mm-hmm. a CD player. And I was like, this is just part of the car. And so when I traded in my car, I purposely left that CD back in there. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. All right, you've got one okay. more question, right? I do. Okay. So... This has changed slightly since this date, but as of 2014, the Army Corps of Engineers had spent $110 million on electric barriers um, in the Chicago Sanitary and Ship Canal, part of the Mississippi River, to keep which invasive species from reaching the Great Lakes? Hmm. Hmm. 
I mean, I can give you a potential list, but if you're feeling confident. You mean like a multiple guess? A multiple choice. Yeah. yeah. No, it, trust me, it's going to be a multiple guess. Um, <laughs> I, feel like, I thought this was something you might I mean, I'm going to make a know. single guess from these multiple yes. choices, uh, yes. but it will be a guess. Okay. What do we got? Um, bass, Asian carp, duckweed, leopard, frog, and leopard frog. There are four choices. All right. Asian carp. Yes. Dark duckweed. Duckweed. Leopard frog. Leopard frog. And bass. Bass. Like, like the big mouth fish. I mean, I think they come in a variety of sizes and breeds. <laughs> breeds yeah, is definitely yeah, yeah, not yeah, what they're yeah, called. Yeah. Um, so you're talking about them putting up barriers to keep critters from getting are very protective of the Great Lakes and what's in them. Yeah, although every year for St. Patrick's Day in Chicago, they fucking put a bunch of green dye in Lake Michigan, but you know, whatever, who cares? Uh, and I'm sure that from back in the the height of the uh, prohibition era and into the when the unions were like super powerful teamsters and shit like that, there's probably bodies with cement shoes in the, in the, in those lakes too. But uh, I want to say it's not one of the fish. And I don't know how, like if duckweed is just like, like a plant, which it might not be because things have weird names. How is that getting anywhere that a barrier is going to stop? Because like, if a person takes it, the only one that makes sense for me to actually be able to get out because it's got feet is the leopard frog. So I'm going to give leopard frog my probably not educated guess. It is the Asian carp. The Asian carp. Do they have feet that I don't know about? No. So the barriers are like in the water. Oh, in the water. See, I'm imagining, I'm imagining shit that's like, you know, they go like along the out edges. of they start like out of the water really tall and then they like go into the water and like electrocute interesting things that try to pass it so people don't swim in 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 the mississippi river right i mean they might in some parts but this is like by chicago did you know the mississippi river has been like they just like reverse the flow of the river not no. recently. Like the Mississippi River was not running the way that it once was. The Army Corps of Engineers was just essentially given a bunch of money to like fix problems that really just ends up causing more problems later on. Yeah, this world exists just, in a I way that once worked. And I will tell you right now that anything that is fucked up in this world, we did it. You're just Humans. not supposed to like, if a river runs a certain fucking direction, it like might just be like, meant to be like, yeah it seems like you shouldn't fuck with that for sure hey, also, spoiler like, alert we won't forgive student debt but we will spend five billion dollars trying to handle a carp issue it's an <laughs> asian carp issue okay and clearly going back to world war ii 
and then 2020 there, there's a lot of asian hate in this country and well there are four different it's actually four different types of asian cars so they're not oh. discriminating against they're exactly one particular they're just the whole <laughs> continent listen like, spoiler alert the pandemic has been here since the first man and or woman um and continues to sprawl we are the fucking pandemic we are what is wrong with this world that's what i'm reading about right now i'm reading a book also from obama's list i want to say oh god i don't want to fuck it up um i want to say it's called under a white sky or something yeah it's um under a white sky the nature of the future weird interesting under a white sky um just kind of like a weird trippy book about like all of people who are trying to fix problems that people have created like the car spoiler alert it's just gonna create more problems for the next generation but uh oh for sure like she's not suggesting any like ways to fix this she's just like okay so the u.s cause or like the army corps caused this problem i guess we're just taking a shit on the army corps i i do because like every single project they're involved in i'm just like fucking it up but i'm not an expert in any of these things i'm just a lay person so there you go pants works for the weather service or a contractor that does work for the mm-hmm. weather service i'll ask him if he knows anything about what the army corps of engineers is fucking up um, oh god the list must be so long they do like a lot of things so do we want to because we're coming up on uh on time here do we want to push questions from the jury do we want to how i know you got something do you want to is just it long small something it's, it's small? not long it's small. It's more, it's a comment. It's a question from the jury. He's like, hey, can you talk about this news story? All right. So before yeah. we get into that, tell us what you think about the threesome. If you think that we should rename it, if you, I mean, hell, if you guys want to come up with questions that might be stumping one or the other, what you should do is send the email with three questions and three questions to airquotelawpod at gmail.com. And what you do is if you've got a question, so like next next week, next episode is going to be Liz versus Ariel. So if you want to come up with questions that you think that those two won't know to stump each other, God, address the me. subject of the email to me. I will be the one, if there is something that comes in specifically addressed to one of us that says threesome and then one of our names, that person will be the one who opens the email. That person will be the only one who views the email. That person will be the one who asks the questions of the other two in that particular week. So, and You're break them down. These are, yeah, the, these questions are for Ariel. These questions are for Liz or, or whatever. Even if it's not what we're doing next, if you want to do one for Liz and, and myself or Ariel and myself, address that to the person who won't be answering the questions and we'll just let it sit in there until it's the right week in our rotation to do that. Um, that would be fantastic. And obviously if you have questions from the jury, which we're about to get to airquotelawpod at gmail.com or throw those on social media in DMS, don't do um, threesome setups in 
social media because when you pop those up, you could see a lot of the shit. So um, don't do those that way. Just do those via email and make sure that the, the subject line has threesome and the person who's supposed to ask, not answer the questions there. So what do you got questions from the jury, Liz? So I have a question from a jury member who um, they mentioned that there's been a lot of weird news stuff going on. Um, they mentioned a couple things, but one of them um, I'm choosing to highlight um, is, so they said you should talk about the person who married their cat. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I looked this up. Um, so this member of the jury, um, I'll bet you'll never guess who it is. Uh, Tim? <laughs> yes. It, <laughs> we need it other members of the jury. I, yeah, we were at dinner last night and he's like, so there's a lot of weird stuff going on that you can address. I was like, tell me. Um, so this, I've seen news, co- I looked it up today. I don't know that I've seen coverage from like main sources, probably because this, it doesn't, there's a lot left to be desired. But a 49-year-old woman in London allegedly married her cat. Now, the question is, I don't know how she did this because I doubt she legally married her cat. Yeah, so this is not, okay. How do you get consent? Isn't there a need for consent there? Yeah. And I don't mean for the Requirements for marriage, so she doesn't really marry her cat. Yeah, it's stupid. Like she had some sort of like hullabaloo ceremony where she put on like she were marrying her cat. There's nothing filed with the the authorities. Yeah, regulating. Yeah, so this is not really like what is the question? A woman like oh wait, she found a loophole scheme devised. But it doesn't even seem like a good scheme because she just said, "Oh, if I'm married to my cat, they can't evict me for having a cat," and it just doesn't make any sense. And yet this has made news because she's afraid she's going to get evicted for having a cat. And so she's like, oh, if I marry my cat, they can't discriminate against my spouse. But I think they can. Because yeah, I think so, too. Says it. D- so they had like a civil union. You- like if you're a nun, let, let, let's 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 math this out out loud. If you're a nun and you're not supposed to get married and you're not supposed to drink alcohol, um, I don't think that you can get away with marrying a bottle of peach schnapps and be cool with both. Like you're out, you're out of the convent. It doesn't make, like, I don't understand. Yeah. It's the marriage between humans and non-humans is not acknowledged by any law in any country presently. Okay. So this is not. That's your law talk, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So like, this isn't like a real law question in any way, shape or form. Like, we know that this is so it's stupid we, we have I, substantiated thing, that this is unsubstantiated but like why would anyone what would any news agency like we we run this we That's have the a question. trivia game called the threesome it's just clickbait it is it was in the new york post i don't see that article right now but i see it quoted in uh cosmo so or no that was a different like, it just like is Sorry. really rude to the institution of marriage which i do not necessarily like think that say cosmo like yeah, is it like was... on the outside panel like nine nine ways to no this is a different woman who married her cat this is oh. a different article i have um, no patience for yeah, I, 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 I thought that was just going to be like the nine best ways to match your whoop with your whoop. Insert whatever word you think applies to lady parts and cats uh, interchangeably. 
Yeah, this woman adopted her cat through a website called MarryYourPet.com. So this is a different lady. These are just weird. It's very weird. It's and- also like marriage is a legal thing. Like it just is. If you want to say you've gotten some sort of civil union, ridiculous ceremony bullshit, go for it. She but had a like, party. And somebody yeah, wore like, I a veil. Professed my, like, I profess my love to my fur children continuously. I call one of my cats my soulmate. Like, we are not getting married. I am getting married to a human other, another human being. The cat Will might be my soulmate. Be I, what? Will your soulmate be there? No, I'm not going to drag my antisocial cat. What about Italy. to the bachelorette party? so he's not like he's social in the house but he would not like he doesn't like leaving the house i got you. one of our other cats would absolutely love to go to the bachelorette party he's like a big party animal whenever we have a party he'll be like in the center wherever all of the people are is where he is in the center always and the other one's like hidden back in the room yeah and the dog is like working in a corner and i have another jury question too but i'll save it for the next, next time All right, kids, thanks for stopping by. Um, That's all we got for this week. We will probably pick up on some more Vegas shenanigans next time because there's a little more to all that story. And, um, yeah, tell us if you ever secretly banged Wayne Newton or someone else famous in in your questions. Wayne Newton, don't admit to it. (laughs) All right, this one's adjourned. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interview. Electric Acid.